0: Okay friends, I'm pretty excited about this episode. This is an interview with my sister, Brooke Hampton, who has been like a mentor to me as I've grown. She is a phenomenal writer. She's the founder of Barefoot Five, the author of Bleeding Ink, a platinum leader in Young Living, and a mom to three incredibly kick-ass kids. Um, in this episode, we talk about what it's like to have two entrepreneurs under the same household, how to navigate negative social media feedback, and so many betweens it is such a good episode so juicy so yummy cannot wait to get into episode 5 of from anxious to able hello hey i think atlas needs a boob okay can i just get like five more minutes hey babe okay okay i'm coming and you're listening to from anxious to able hello everyone thank you for joining from anxious to able i'm so excited today we have brooke hampton here from the Barefoot five thank you brooke so much for coming on the podcast <laughs> True sister love right there <laughs>
1: When your sister's interviewing you and you're, like, thinking about it all morning, like, I wonder what she's going to ask me. I'm kind of nervous. There's so <laughs> many. There's <laughs> so many directions we could go with this.
0: Okay. I actually really want to talk about Barefoot 5, though, because and your brand. Like, I want to start off with that because you actually started writing before, like, an influencer was a thing or before you even really knew what branding was, before branding was a thing. So, hi, tell me about like, Barefoot 5. Like, where did it come from? what do you feel like did you did you imagine it to become what it is now like when you started writing from barefoot five was it just like for your own sanity or was it for yeah so if you look at my
1: people talk about branding i guess i still don't even really understand i know
0: it's like a whole new thing there's like like, courses on how to brand your brand
1: before you start doing anything oh okay well i missed that whole piece um, I, if you look at my profile picture of my, and my banner of my barefoot five page, you'll just laugh because it makes zero sense. It's <laughs> like whatever I had and I just put them up just no, no thought to it. Just, Oh, these will work. And they've stayed that way for the last, what, seven years or something. <laughs> um, so funny. But yeah, I guess for me it was, I, I really, I would had two to three, three small children at home and I wasn't, I was Full, like all in as a mom and giving all of my time and energy to that. And I found myself feeling really lost in my own journey. Like, where aside from being a mom, And all that I give to that, which is always rewarding, obviously, in its own way, not the day-to-day. You know, again, sometimes at the end of the day, you're like, does anyone actually see or appreciate anything (laughs) that I do? Um, But for me, I just needed needed an outlet to talk and be heard, to speak. And I was, because I was really having a hard time, and I didn't have a close circle of women. I didn't have people I felt like I could really talk to about what was really going on with me. Um, And so I just kept stuffing, stuffing, stuffing to the point where I got... I got in this. I actually kind of found myself in a really dark place for a hot second there, um, and so I started the blog really because I somebody said something to me about creating, and it was just like in passing. I don't know if I read it somewhere, but it was about seven or eight years ago, and it was some probably some cheesy cliche quote where it's like you're a creator born to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You to oh yeah.
0: Actually, you're created to create. Yeah. Or something you like have that. to yeah. add,
1: like we are all in in some way we have to put that creative energy to work so that we can like we need to create. Yeah. And I didn't have an outlet for that. I wasn't creating anything. I mean I was, you know, all in on doing dishes and laundry and like changing diapers and all of that but for me as a human
0: being I wasn't I hadn't found an outlet. Do you have, like, an know. actual breaking point for you? Because you, you – I mean, as a sister, I know this, but, like, you used to be super creative before you got married and had kids. Like, you were oh, photographer, photographer and you and painted, and like, all things. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, so when was, like – like, did you have all – after you had all three kids, like, do you have no, an actual it, moment in time where you were like, I don't know who I am anymore? You know, like, what, what was it? I was the third kid. So the two was, like
1: – I felt like I had, still was able to paint. I was still painting a little bit here and there. I found ways to. But by the third kid, I just... I don't know. I, It got... It became too much for me. Everybody's different. You know, some people can have eight kids and totally manage it all. And I... Not me. I At, th- at three, I was actually... It was too much. I had three kids under the age of five, and I was totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, really, like on a cellular level I think I was just (laughs) completely drained out and so I didn't have anything to left my creative energy was somewhere behind my you know worn out adrenals like just yeah in dormant stage I just wasn't I wasn't creating anything like and it really starts to wear on you you know
0: yeah so the for like people out there who kind of like look at your life though now and like because you're like from what i see you are really really good at self-care you're really good about taking time like you have a pretty good balance you're a really good in good inspiration for me because i look at your life and i'm like wow you've like really figured out how to have time to read fantasy and write and still have a really awesome relationship with your kids and still go on dates with your husband so like what advice would you give to those moms right now that are in that space and feel like oh my life is over i'm a mom now like i don't get to do anything that i I want to do anymore, you know. what I mean, like, okay, now I'm a mom. I'm not a person anymore.
1: <laughs> you just start small, because okay. So when you when you finally have that moment where you really see what's where you're at, like, okay, I'm to a step aside, step out away from you and look down on what's going on and go, oh, okay, there's so many things out of balance here. There's so many areas where I need to upgrade, and it just and then. When you finally see it, it can be really super overwhelming. Like because mm-hmm. then you just wanna like you just wanna break the shatter of the glass and be like, yeah, all of this needs to be fixed right now in <laughs> order for me to be sane. You know what I mean? And so well for me it was like, okay, just one baby step at a time, like focus on one thing this week, this month, you know, one goal right now, this written goal that this thing that I wanna do and be consistent about that one thing, you know, mm-hmm. and just what I've found is that that, I always go back to this quote, but it's like, keep adding the good stuff and the other will eliminate itself over time. Just slowly just focus on the good instead of focusing on all these 15 million things. that I really want to upgrade. I have three, also have three small children. I need to be realistic with myself. Like I can do this one thing though. I can take a bath and read a book that (laughs) I can make happen because what the, what I found also as a mom is you have to ask for it. You have Mm -hmm. to say it. You have to know what you want And what you need. So, like, for me, it was, like, I need an hour of silence at night to take a bath and read a book. Okay. Mm -hmm. That needs to happen for me every single night. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's going to be exceptions of, like, kids are sick or whatever, right? But, like, I needed to be able to speak that. I needed to stop playing the victim and become the heroine of my own story and be, like, okay, listen up, bitches. (laughs) This is what needs to happen. I have to have this time. It's not selfish. It's not, like... I'm not, you know, a bad mom for asking for that. That just needs to
0: happen. It's crazy, too, when you, like, how easy it is, or it can be when you ask. I just remember this as a nanny, like, this kid who was just, like, he was just one of those, like, really sweet boys that was just always talking, always talking, and I was having a really, really hard day, and I just was, I just, like, was like, hey, look, like, I, I'm. I just need a moment to myself right now. Cause I wasn't even supposed to be working or whatever, you know, like it was just like, I just need a moment for myself. I'm feeling a little bit emotional about this thing. And literally he was like, okay, I'll see. I'll come back later. And it, but it was like, it didn't hurt his feelings. Like, it's like, if you can just be like really open yeah. about how you're feeling. And like, I mean, like I feel like kids can really understand those things at a certain age, you know, yeah. at a certain point in time. Well, <laughs> but- and my partner at the time, You know, it's like I'm saying all the time I'm super overwhelmed
1: and I'm feeling really worn out. And he's not knowing. And I'm feeling like he's not showing up for me because I'm like, I'm telling you how worn out I am. And you're like literally falling asleep when you get home. Like, how is that even possible? You leave, (laughs) you're gone all day and you come home and you're like sitting on the couch with the kids. And your version of putting them to sleep is... You fall asleep. I'm like, yeah. that's so helpful. So you have to actually be
0: able to say, this is what I need. Yeah, and then, which is, can be hard because yeah. you just want someone to recognize oh everything gosh, you yes. do and you want someone just to be like, I see how I hard see to I you. Honey, let me just go draw you a bath and put a bath bomb in there for you and get you some wine. And it's like, they're so happy to help if you just say, okay. I am so overwhelmed and I need, but I, I'm the same way as like. I really need someone to talk to or like something like that. But if I'm just saying I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. But I don't know how to, what help is the action I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to take?
1: I feel like, I think that's what, at least in my situation, every partner is different depending on what type of relationship you're in or, you know, but me saying was actually really helpful to him say, okay, I need this. It's like, okay, got that. You know what I mean? And then if they don't do it, then you can kick ass. Like, be like, okay, no. So here, we, you know, we set this in motion and then just being consistent with it. Yeah. Not saying, oh, I don't need to do that tonight because I, you know, it's too chaotic tonight Mm -hmm. for me. No, like, it's okay. You go now. It's your time to go sit. You go now, my darling. You go now. (laughs) Exactly.
0: It's important. Okay. So let's talk about, like, so... Your husband or your partner Billy, like he has his own endeavors going on, so he's got he's Super he's busy. quite the entrepreneur as well. Which you didn't really start out as an entrepreneur or anything like that. That just kind of happened organically, right? Like yeah. you, I mean, how long were you writing for before you actually decided to do something with it or monetize it? It's like a solid seven years, a long time, yeah, a really long. I mean, time. guys, everybody was like, bro you could totally do you
1: this. Could sell this. You could do this. <laughs> and I yeah. just, no. And yeah. uh, <laughs> at that's at the time, the exchange for me is like, I feel like there is an important, there's an equal exchange, but at the time, just the outlet to write was enough mm-hmm. for me. I needed it so bad. And the fact that I was being heard, like I get chills, just like, Ooh, yeah. Like, just the fact that I was being heard and I felt useful. So I'm like creating something and I'm doing something, even though I'm here with my kids every day. And I'm, you know, I'm also like
0: I had my own personal expression, I guess. Is what, you know, it's, yeah. Okay, so I actually have a question that just came up because somebody asked me this yesterday. I was like, okay, if something's a hobby and something, you know, you're really, really passionate about something, and she was basically saying she feels guilty to monetize it because it's something that she just really loves to do, and she feels like... So, like, where was the point where you decided that it was okay to start creating, like, abundance in that way for yourself? You know what I mean? Well, I wanted... to it's like... Looking
1: for a way to create money. This is really actually pretty comical. So at the at the time I had like five hundred or six hundred thousand followers, and <laughs> that I built like without any advertising or whatever, like a really good solid organic yeah. following. And I was looking for an outlet to create fun, like you know, to create yeah. money for myself, like yeah. for me to, Just whatever, to travel, to go do something, yeah. to be able to like. Buy m- my partner a gift without him having to, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, come on, like, just some of yeah, my own. Yeah, just to get out yeah. of that
0: pressure of, like, hey, honey, like... Oh, yeah, you I mean, know what? No,
1: no, <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to okay do. We I'd had, spent- yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, I worked up until we just couldn't anymore, and then it was like, okay, this is going to... This makes more sense. Me being home with them makes yeah. more sense, you know? So, but I guess I... Someone... I was looking for... I was... I don't remember what I was reading. I wish I could remember the book I was reading, but I was kind of digging into, like, trying to soul search a little bit and figure out, like, what would be the best way for me to create, you know, whatever, like, create Something, yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like, well, pay attention to the things that make you feel the most alive and then go in that direction. Because, like, the ideal would be you're making – you're creating funds doing what you love most. Like, what makes you feel most alive? And I'm like, well, writing. Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. I feel the most alive when I'm doing that or when I'm building community, but how do I, like – Create action. I guess that was for me. That was the biggest. That was the hardest thing. Like, what can I do that feels authentic to me and feels good? And also, like, yeah, it's it's challenging, and that's different for every single person. You have to really dig deep, and you. I I catch a like myself. I was looking at everyone else and going, oh, well, this is really working for them. Maybe I could try that. But I'm like, well, when I really looked at it and I'm like well no that doesn't really even though that's really working for them that would mm-hmm. not work for me you yeah know? and that like people would bring me ideas like oh you could do this and I'm like oh <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so you have to really like kind of try to ignore every, what everyone else is doing for a second and figure out if you can find something that really makes sense for you yeah you know?
0: no I totally feel that too because somebody like me who's quite the opportunist business wise would look at would look at someone who like you who has a million followers and be like oh my God, you could be doing so many affiliations. You could be doing so many things, but it's like, you've found what works for you. And it like, it has to feel good. You know what I mean? Like it has to, sometimes the thing that could make you a lot of money or maybe the thing that you might even be good at might not be the thing that actually like fuels your fire, you know, like that actually brings you alive. So it's like, you really have to sit with, is this something that I feel okay with taking money for, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm giving my heart and soul into this. I really love it. I'm yeah. really passionate about that. And waiting is, yeah, not everybody has the option to do that.
1: So you have to just like, yeah. you know, but I, waiting for me until the perfect thing came along. Oh man, because that way I didn't, it's like I didn't take too much from my people, you know, people yeah. until it was like the right time. Because like yeah. timing is everything. And when I found the, okay, my, I wrote it down. Like building community is something that makes me feel alive. Okay, well, yeah. how do you, that's a really hard one. How do you create abundance building community? Yeah. Well, I found that thing. Like mm-hmm. I actually <laughs> waited and I found that thing, which is crazy. Like I build community and I make a living doing it. Like what? So I get to like empower people to connect with other people and oh my gosh. And then I can also provide, you know, for my family Yeah. Or, like, create, that yeah. Feel
0: to be able to like do it on your own accord. Like, I'm going to go take my daughter to get her nails oh done. Or, you know, like, whatever. And I'm going to pay for it.
1: <laughs> or I'm going to take my family on this trip, and I'm going to... Oh, my. It's the, yeah. it's the best yeah. feeling.
0: Okay, so I was getting into the question about, like, how you guys... You know, you're both entrepreneurs in your own way. And you guys both operate super differently in what you do. Like, how did that look first at the beginning whenever you started writing? Like, how did he feel about that how to like just how, how is it having because for me i really struggled whenever i realized because i was working 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 thinking oh okay cory is going to be able to stay home you know with us yeah. and we're all just gonna be able to be home and you know and i really struggled with realizing that no he's got things that he really wants to do there's things that he's really passionate about like he wants to work in other ways and i struggled with that so like how did you guys work through that and like find a balance of yeah. like, okay, it's okay that you have your own dreams and you well, don't want to just, just live.
1: I feel like it's like the comparing game. We all do it. We're looking at other, you know, online. We're looking at other entrepreneur women, and they have like this amazing partner who's backing them up, and they're doing everything together. Yeah, it's like grocery store care together, they're the market together, <laughs> <laughs> and they're traveling together. And you're like, ah, yeah. yeah, you know, like I want that, but do I really? No, yeah. like actually, I really like making my own decisions and doing what I <laughs> want when I want to do it. And so, really, no, but. You're looking at it going, well, that's what I should want, and that's what would work for me, right? Like, but no, not really. So, yeah, I was accepting, I guess it's, like, everything else. It's looking at, because it, like, creating your own story. Like, Mm okay. Okay what does our story look like? And being brave enough to follow that, even though maybe that has never happened. Like, you know, there's nowhere else you can look to go, oh, that's a happy story. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm looking at that and like, oh that look no, we can create we have to actually break it down for us and like really create what is authentic and feels good for us, which is is so easy to say and so hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's like you so, have a yeah. blank
0: piece of paper in front of yeah. you and you're looking all around you to try to find the answer. And it's like, no, you're it, it's kind of like we we go and we're like looking for our purpose and we're looking for our purpose and it's the moment you realize that like oh I'm supposed to create that yeah. like I'm supposed to write I'm supposed to fill this blank piece you're paper waiting in from for a me. book
1: or a blogger to yeah. tell you what your purpose what yeah. it's supposed to look like. But actually, you yeah. don't have to create that part on your own.
0: I feel like usually too, if it's forced, like if you are looking at someone and you're trying to, cre- it just ends up falling apart because it's not actually true to who you are or true to your family flow or any of it, and you're just, just like forcing it, forcing it, forcing it. It's like, nope. Yep. <laughs> yeah. happen That way. So at first though, when because did 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 he have like an idea of oh what you yeah. know like what a mom, what a stay at home mom <laughs> look like? Like, can we just talk about that well, for when, people who? Who, like, do have these aspirations and feel like, oh, but, you know, if I do that, then motherhood isn't going to look like it should look. I'm not going to be able to do all the dishes and I'm not going to be able to do all the laundry and, like, you know, like... How did that look for you guys at the very beginning of like you kind of being like, huh? I want to create something for myself. You know, was that a hard transition for the When
1: when I was twenty two, I picked a role. I was like, okay, I'm gonna play this role. This is what mom. This is what mom mom does. Even though I am literally the worst. Like, no, guys. Like, actually, it's I. All of those things, those domestic things, I literally suck ass. Like, it's such a bad fit, and I made myself miserable trying to play that role. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, I look back now and I'm like, whoa, my gosh, it's like, what was I thinking? Like, I agreed to this thing, this role, because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do as a mom. Like that was the right thing to do is, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yes, breaking that, breaking those roles was really challenging. Because you
0: even had to, like, break, I fr- mean, you know, like, friendship, like all of these things that you created yeah. oh, to, man. like, look at, you know, yeah. This, so I, many know. things were said. So <laughs> many things were said
1: that should never have been said. Like, just, I'm like, I'm look, you know, it's, yeah, it's hard, you know? You get, yeah, it's like, okay, well, this is what you agreed to. Yeah, okay, well, I was also a child, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I had yeah. no idea who
0: I was, and yeah. can we just, yeah. Quick interruption in the show, guys. I promise we'll get back. But I need to tell you about something that is really, really dear to my heart. There are some seriously, beautifully creative women and moms in this world. And I just so happen to know a lot of them. And I really wanted to create a space that allowed for these creative mamas to be recognized and honored and supported for doing something that they love to do. With that vision and the help of my beautiful website fairy, Ashley, we created the Mom Made Business Project. At the end of each episode, I'm going to highlight a creative mom and their collection. You can find this collection for a limited amount of time on the From Anxious to Able website, www.fromanxioustoable.com. There, you'll be given an opportunity to purchase one-of-a-kind items and support these mamas and the creative spirits. How freaking epic is that? I am so excited. I know how much Brooke loves pottery, so I thought it was only fitting that we introduce Alicia's pottery collection at the end of this episode. Please stay tuned till the end and listen to me read Alicia's story and how she fell in love with clay and pottery. So was it just kind of like... slow process of you guys just both showing up constantly and just like keep having conversations keep having the conversations like you know like how did they those coming to? or was it like it wasn't just like a one-time deal I'm trying to get this across to people who like really want to start bringing up the fact that this maybe isn't all they want to be and like how do they approach that with their partner like
1: well you didn't get there overnight you're not going to break it overnight it really takes time and that part can make you crazy once you see that this is like like we were talked about in the beginning it's like you see it you see the change that needs to happen well okay but that's not gonna happen right this second it's gonna mm-hmm. take some time it's gonna take some you know okay let's have a family meeting <laughs> what could we you know how can we move closer to this goal today like this week what could we do that moves us closer to this end goal which is that whatever the, whatever the end goal is like I guess it's deciding as a unit okay, where to? Where are we headed? Yeah, you know, everybody's on board with that, but it's gonna take time. So okay, how can we? Yeah,
0: <laughs> how's the laundry gonna get done? How the dishes? How those? <laughs> the, yeah. Oh I, my gosh, I was so embarrassed the other day. Corey's parents came over, and I had they did my dishes for me, and I had like an entire row of dishes in my kitchen, and I was just so embarrassed, and I just had to like. Literally, like, talk myself out of that. It's like it's okay. Like, even the even his mom was like, "You are trying to accomplish so much. Like, it's okay that the dishes aren't done. You're yeah. happy to come help you do the dishes." But you do. I mean, I don't even know where I got the idea. Where's of what the a mom, mom guilt? Like. I know. Yeah, because it's not it's even like, like our mom, mom, mom it. was like that. <laughs> yeah, our mom was very much so like us. Of like, this is what I'm passionate about today. This is what I'm gonna do. You know, like I I don't know where that comes yeah. from. like this. Like all of a sudden, and and my mom talked about this once before about how she used to be a nurse and she would see the role of a dad and the role of a mom. Like people would just switch as soon as the baby was born, their personality would just like switch immediately because something turns on in their brain of like this is what a father. This is what I'm love. supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, it's so wild and breaking that it can be really really tough. So, yeah.
1: Good on you. you know, if I could, it, at one point it was we really got to the point where we're like, well, maybe it would be just easier to split up and start over somewhere else because mm-hmm. there's when you you know when you're in a long we've been together what, twenty years or something so it's time. like yeah so there's you're different people all along the yeah. way right and it's so hard to let the person closest to you change like giving them permission to be something different than what they were when yeah. you, you're like you married this now I you know I feel obligated to stay like that for you because mm-hmm. you know you kind of keep each other stuck in a big way if yeah you, don't, you know
0: I, yeah. I feel like especially with Just like the masculine and feminine energy, the way I feel like the feminine is just more likely to shift and change on the daily, and then the masculine is very much so. Like with Corey, I feel like he's pretty much the same. The ways that he's had to change basically are allowing me, you know, like allowing space for that change and adapting and and figuring out, okay, she's a whole new person today. Like, what do I, how do I allow the person that I am to? And I think it's nice though, too. Like, how do you, like, how do you feel having that, like, structured, Because you're so not that way. You're not, like... I mean, like, he is super structured and organized. He gets up at a certain time, you know? So, like, how is... Is it a good thing for you? Did it take some time to figure out that it was... Like, how does that look? I mean... (laughs) Because I feel like... Okay, let's just say. Let's just say. I feel like we go through this period of time where we're like, I need to figure out who I am, you know? And I, like... I feel like at that, like me and Corey broke up at a point in time and it was exactly that. It was like, I didn't know who I was. And I felt like I needed to have some super emotional, like empathetic person who could just feel my vibes and know exactly what I needed at all times. And like, and that just, I feel like getting to realize, I don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 the balance and the structure of it isn't so bad. <laughs> like-
1: well, it's for me, it was also... Oh, my gosh. So, no, <laughs> yeah, you have all these, like, relationship ideals. It's a whole another like, day of, of – we could talk all day about this. Yeah, we'll but, have to come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, relationships are so intense and so tricky and such a great – but for me, I can only speak for myself, so I don't know for him, like, his own – it would be great to, to ask him someday, like, how was that like – what was it like for you, like, having to – get to know this person new all the time. You yeah. Know? What's it like being with somebody who's constantly evolving and changing and growing? It's all sounds so good, right? Like until you're living with that person and it's like, I can't keep up, yeah, you know, yeah. like I can't keep up with like this. Yeah. So, I mean, for me it was, I, I had to stop trying one to make him something that he wasn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you are not going to be this person. Mm-hmm. Like, And I, if I can, but the thing is when you can actually really like accept that, like, okay, I can look at him now and appreciate what he is so good at and how good he is for me being exactly how he is. It's actually a really, really good balance for me, but it took me 15 plus years to figure that out. Like I would just spend so much time trying to get him to be more like me, you know, so we could be free, free. Flowing hippies <laughs> in a van across yeah. the United States like my parents. And like, you know, I, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at But then you at look at our parents. Was well, that really good? Would that yeah, be good exactly. for Yeah, exactly. It's like fire probably and not. fire. and yeah. 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 No, this balance has been such a gift really over time. I've grown so much and learned so much and challenged myself to be different in ways that I probably never would
0: have. Like, you mm-hmm. know. And he's kind of, I feel like if I was... I mean, I, it's almost like there's something you can come back to. It's like they're they're kind of like home. Like we we kind of grew up always everywhere. We didn't really have a home. And I feel like something like that that you just steady. know isn't really going to change. You know steady. what I mean? Like it's good they're going to st- yeah, it's steady and grounding. It's like it makes it almost feel safer to go. Yeah. Like for me, I've never felt safer in a relationship to actually explore who I am and because I know that there's something there Stay, that I can yeah. count on. In relationships that I've been in where it is a very emotionally intense relationship, I feel like I'm more on the end of, watching everything that's going on more protective like I step into this like masculine role because I'm like wait we need this like we need this like protecting who's gonna watch what's you know like yeah while we're airy fairy everywhere you know so I feel like like, we're floating around the cosmos who's actually (laughs) staying grounded to pull
1: us back down when we yeah right so
0: I feel like getting getting becoming aware of that of realizing that it actually is really really nice and, like, oh, help, hold space for you to be able to explore who you really are, to have something that you can come back to and know that they're going to be... You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> and it's
1: that... What is the quote where it's, like, um, oh, when you give someone... Watch the magic that happens when you give someone permission to be themselves. Oh, that's because, good. yeah. Because, holy shit. Like, when I actually finally... Which was really only, like, three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Three, three... Yeah, when I finally gave this person permission to be themselves and started really finally seeing them for what they were and appreciating Mm -hmm. the gift that they were like and recognizing it and see like it's it everyone wants to be seen Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be seen and appreciated like yeah this person was really truly magnificent and I spent so much time which is really sad Mm -hmm. trying to make them something they weren't making them feel bad for what they were what they were good at you know what I mean and instead like it's so cool to watch now in the past three years of him feeling seen and appreciated and respected for, like, how amazing he is in his, his arena. Yeah. It's like, whoa, like, watch. So you see how much happier he is, how much more alive he is. Like, you can see a person being appreciated, what the difference is, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind of crazy.
0: I feel like it's so easy when you're on that journey, especially, like, in the more spiritual community and kind of, like, the woo. It's so easy to use those tools that you're starting to unravel about how we you know we manifest our reality or whatever to like it is it can be so manipulative oh my gosh and it can just constantly be putting like you can literally if i wanted to i could just be constantly putting corey down about his life you know what i mean like with using these tools like i i've seen myself do it and it's so gross like it's just like oh what is that it's like this whole world this whole journey is about learning how to appreciate everything that is, the way that it is, you know? And here we are, like... It's called spiritual superiority. Yeah. It's like, it's like
1: you're so spiritual that yeah. you're... About, you know what I mean? And really, you're just a mega-asshole. Yeah. So you're like yeah. bypassing
0: all the things. Oh, stop.
1: But Yeah. Because but then that had its... I mean, definitely that road that I went down served a purpose. I mean, it definitely, like... I learned so much and saw so much, and oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. like all... You know, but yeah, it's just balance it comes back for me anyway because I just have our creative personality types have a just have a tendency Extremes. to swing so yeah. yeah it's like swing so far out and man I just for me at this point in my life it's really my my focus right now is creating balance for myself, like finding that balance between, you know
0: Yeah, we were just yeah. talking about this the other day about how like with our diets and things like that because I mean we've both gone so extreme yeah. where it's like all raw, all vegan, vegan or whatever. Like <laughs> and like you start getting to a point where you can kind of tell that it's not working for your body anymore, but you feel such guilt because you have this idea of what mm-hmm. the spiritual enlightened person does and, like, what it looks like. Or, you know, just even if not diet anything, just like, um, you know, you have a random thought that doesn't match your enlightenment path or whatever, and you're like... I'm, you know, oh. like, lifestyle that me yeah yeah, yeah. So and then
1: I, you build a community around that or you who knows you build a following over it, whatever it is mm-hmm. you've kind of concreted yourself in this thing that really isn't any isn't serving yeah. you and any longer when you
0: build that is a huge thing like when you build your brand or whatever they say around a belief system like that it is so hard to honestly, get out that's what branding of it is yeah what you
1: limit you're really yeah I,
0: honestly I mean it I mean, this is the probably terrible thing. advice, but
1: it's just really not my jam. Like, yeah, no, I, I'm just glad name. I never did it. I never concreted myself in this thing. This is what I'm about. No, I'm yeah, just it's kinda... nice to
0: have your yeah, like what you did with having Barefoot Five be separate than your name. I feel like that's a really smart thing because if Barefoot Five, I mean, Barefoot Five doesn't even really have. I mean, maybe people would it say it was Barefoot really Five originally
1: have, about the family and then yeah, kind yeah, of that. And like, but I'm yeah. saying
0: too, like, you have yourself as you know you you have brookhampton and and then it's like if you don't want to do barefoot five anymore you still have brookhampton you can go do another thing i think this is like what's kind of powerful about keeping yourself you know what i mean yeah. like because if you create a brand around a specific belief system that's tied to your name and you're making an you're off of it. you're and branding yeah, yourself like, it's like yeah. you just tatted that on and now if you want to do anything else in your life like, it's going to be so hard well, to make that shift. Someday you yeah. wake up and it's no longer what's your, it's not your true thing. Yeah. Because I think about that sometimes. I, mean, I go to write and I'm like, oh, but this isn't what I've been writing about. I'm like, well, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm writing for me. Why? I mean, like, I still get caught in that all the time, though, of like, oh, I'm creating, and you know, I'm, I'm trying to create an income through, you know, This now And, like, now having to kind of come back to, well, the reason, the whole reason I ever started writing was because I needed the outlet. You know, like, and I, and the outlet is where people resonate the most. And, you know, it's like when I'm thinking too much about what I'm writing about, it's, it it just gets in the way. And people don't actually resonate with it because they want to know, like, you know, about, they want to know what's real. They want to know the grimy and the grit and all of it because that's what they can actually relate to. Yeah, so... Coming, Yeah, realizing, like, I, I struggle that still. I don't even have, like, a brand or anything of, like, just making sure that what I'm writing is actually coming from a true space, you know? And I can find that really, I would find that really hard if I actually try to create a whole lot of image, you know? Like, a yeah. whole truth system. or a, Like, I, I have people in my mind that, i've seen that have created a whole thing around being vegan or about being raw or something like that it's like whoa you can't come back from i mean i guess you You can can. you can it's not easy i've seen it happen all of a
1: sudden one day they realize that being a vegan is no longer good for their children or them and they have to be real they either do two things they keep pretending that that's what they're doing and they don't or they come out and say and they which is super
0: powerful though if they do
1: yeah, and they you lose know, a good chunk of their... It's fo- yeah. that's
0: tough. That's a tough call. Like, it's a really... Yeah. But, oh my gosh, I remember I was, like, vegetarian for so long, and I remember the first time that I was... When I was found out I was pregnant, and somebody had brought over some, like, wild hunted deer, and I remember eating a bite, and for some reason it was, like the chains were dropped from me and it was like maybe I'm not going to eat meat every day of my life but all of a sudden I have the choice again you know like it's like ah
1: I mean that's happened to me on small scales especially when your children you know you're really passionate about something like, I was really passionate about my kids being homeschooled and not going yeah. to public school and then your kid decides that that's what they need to do And it's like oh yeah. Oh my but God. I do I wish that I had not posted all of that stuff about public school right now? Yeah, yeah. probably. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I have to let my kid do what my kid needs to do right now. And then I know I'm going to get a bunch of shit for it because, well, but that was my truth. It's yeah. not hers. She wants to go. So, yeah. I mean, what do you, you know, it's like, oh, okay. yeah. oh, when your kids start, when your kids start, like, really expressing themselves and, you know, whoa, that's tripping. <laughs> because that's not, you know, like, it's yeah.
0: wild. Like, that is my kid's
1: personal belief system their truth right now
0: you know yeah it's cool to see how verified has like completely transformed over time and it's just like how everybody has just kind of followed you like those core followers who actually understand that you're a human being and that you know phase in and out of stuff and yeah. I, I grow and I learn and I and that was really good for us at the time that needed
1: that was a that was what our family needed at the time so mm-hmm. I mean it was our truth and it was very
0: real and very good. Now it's not. So yeah, it's like you know, it's just yeah. okay. So you were talking about like, n- so you have okay, so you have like a million followers on Facebook, and you're coming uh, by the time that this is posted, you'll have had th- hundred thousand followers. Right, I'm at are, I am. You are. You just okay. hit it two days ago. So you, also, <laughs> okay. So obviously, you get because because you've transformed so much oh throughout. Obviously, gosh. you get a lot of people out of that. You know, you have your core following who are like always with you no yeah. matter what, which those people are your people, you know, and those are kind of the people who have joined you on your community with like your young living endeavor and things like that. But how do you handle mm-hmm. the pe- the people that like the negative, the negative nancys and like the trolls and all of that? Like how but let's just go. Like do you remember the first time that ever happened to you? Like in a it was big over scale? Over my
1: kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually Oh, my gosh. I actually got off. I closed down my Barefoot 5 page for, like, a solid five, six months. I don't even remember that. That was before Enoda, before Mom went to Inoda. Oh, wow. I just shut it down completely. Like, I just... Because we had had our first, like, little mini viral post or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden... Because it was so much about my kids and my family at that point. Like, there was so much about our, our everyday life. And... The criticism and the like over Lucas' hair, whatever it was, yeah. like made me like physically Ugh. sick. Like when it's when they're coming at me, I really don't have a problem with it. When they're coming at my kids, I yeah. really struggle. It's really hard for me. Yeah. Like when Naya posts something and the whole world comes at her about whatever, like send because yeah. mo- po- she had like that Starbucks post where she had a Starbucks cup. <laughs> I don't personally like Starbucks. Yeah. I don't drink Starbucks. I go get my hot water sometimes when I'm traveling, but it's not my thing. Yeah. She had a Starbucks in New York, and, like, the messages she got, and you're like, oh, like... What? Yeah, it's just like, that, That for me, that is, is hard. It's like, you know, she's a 14-year-old kid. Like, you know, leave her alone. She wants to have a Starbucks in New York City, let her have a Starbucks in New yeah. York City. It's not the end of the world. Like, yeah. Jesus.
0: But you've come, like, a long way from the, from the first time that's ever happened. Now you'll just joke about it, or, like, you won't even, you know, see it, or whatever. Like, you kind of just are able to look back. But somebody who is just getting started, and, like, is, I mean, we're just emotional beings... What advice would you give to somebody who experiences something like that for the first time?
1: Well, you have to just keep coming back to why you're doing it. If you're doing it for the right reasons and your intention is like, okay, for me... I would go three days. So somebody made fun of how I spelt something or grammar punctuation. I was really sensitive about that because we didn't have like a stellar education growing up. So that was an area for me that was a real massive insecurity. And of course I felt called to write, right? Cause that was the one area where I was <laughs> yes, the yeah. most insecure. So of course it's what the universe wanted me to do. But it, you know, anytime someone would say something about that, I would literally like go three days without being able to write or post or do anything. Like I would take it down and I would be so sick, like and and nervous and insecure and, ah, all the things like, I have my internal story going about how I wasn't qualified to be doing this, especially as the following grew, Mm -hmm. because then it gets really scary, right? Because you're like, I'm not, what in the hell? Like, when I hit, for some reason, 100,000 followers is where it really hit me. Like, I got really scared to write because I was just like, I don't have I am not qualified for this you know what I mean people expect you to be professional like they come to your page and you have that many followers they expect that I know what the hell I'm doing I don't like I <laughs> yeah, like really like, don't yeah, yeah. what, it's supposed, <laughs> yeah. what like. it's supposed to look like yeah. yeah so um for me it was like it, keeping right down the reasons why you're doing it I guess check yourself on that like why am I doing this okay mm-hmm. so because that's what brings you back again like it's like okay this makes me really scared this really hurt my like this really hurt this mm-hmm. makes me you know insecure or whatever but those were not the reasons I was writing in the first place like it you know the reasons I was writing were these and they don't have anything to do with that mm-hmm. like this is why I'm writing so just keep writing
0: you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. just yeah, yeah And it, that's hard it, it takes some time oh my god i the first time it's it happened so to hard. me I literally was like frozen for like three yeah. days no, it hurts. It, it, but it made me realize too that okay that is where my work is like I you know I I'm you know we're, we're building this community and like those core people those are the reasons that you're writing the people who actually you know it's like okay those are the reasons that I'm sharing what I'm writing I'm writing for me but the reason that I'm sharing them is for this like this is just showing me where my work is and getting stronger and you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, that really affected me. I need to look at that. Because, why did that Why yeah. did that trigger me yeah. so hard? Yeah, yeah because yeah. if you're going to be successful without a doubt, that's going to happen. Without a doubt, you cannot please everyone. No. You're yeah. not going to be understood by everyone. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter how much you love the world. It just people are just not going to like
1: you. And the areas where they can hurt you the worst are always the ones you're going to see. It's just where it is. Yeah. Like, you can have... I'm serious. You can have a thousand comments and I'm always going to see the one that just is. I mean, that's because it's, it really is. That gives you an opportunity to work on yourself and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, why is this, you know, why is this, why Mm -hmm. is
0: this getting to me
1: so bad? You know?
0: Yeah. And realizing that and like, it took me a while to realize like, oh, this is a good thing that this happened now. So that whenever I get to a point or if I ever get to a point where I have, like, such, you know, like, like, someone, like, like you had to do the work beforehand. You had to do all of that work up to get it to a million followers so that now you can just laugh about it. You know what I mean? But, like, Oh, and still there's, and yeah, just when you
1: think you've gotten to a place where they can't get, somebody will say something that gets you.
0: Yeah. Well, our work is never done. Our work is never done for sure. Yeah. Shit, that really
1: got me. You know
0: what I mean? Well, especially if you're, if you're. If you're committed to being vulnerable in what you do, because you're literally opening yourself up for those people to pinpoint, you know, whatever it is that or you're like you know, on a live weaknesses. pouring your
1: heart out, and someone's like, You talk too much, or you say, um, too much, and you're, yeah. you know, it's just like, wow, okay, just keep going, just keep going, yeah. oh, gosh. Well, you
0: have to realize that that's one person or maybe 10 right. people yep. out of a million people, you know, or 10 people out of, you know, 100 people that are on your live or maybe one person out of, you know, it's like such a small percentage and that's not who you are here for. That is not who you are here to serve. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not here to serve that person. Someone else is here to serve that person. Yep. And <laughs> like, that's not for me. Thank you, <laughs> 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 goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you feel like about blocking those people you know like because some people are really all like well i'm just gonna let them you know do whatever they want and just leave them there like i've gone back
1: and forth about that. yeah Yeah. i'm
0: for some people like it, it really depends like for me it's about if they're just creating an opposing view i'm totally cool with it if it's coming from, like, a space of, like, hatred or, like, that's where I'm, like, I don't want that here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm really, like, so if I... was so funny because Hannah, we were just talking about this the other day because she was in the kitchen and we were... She was reading comments out to me out loud while I organized the drawers. And she was like, and then I would tell her what to, you know, comment back Hannah
0: more. is uh, a friend. A friend yeah. <laughs> just a friend. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, and it really was helpful because I was like, okay, you read comments out loud to me. And then anyway, so she's like, oh, do you want to leave this? So we had this whole big conversation about it. Because I actually had to think about like, oh, well, what do I, you know. Yeah. And I realized I'm totally okay with people making fun of my physical appearance. I've gotten to a place where I just, it's not important to me. What I have a problem with is when they're making fun or when they exactly like what you said with the hate it's like coming at a group of people or, yeah. or like for some reason I feel really protective of other people so like if yeah. someone makes a, has a comment and then this all mm-hmm. this is like they're yeah. attacking them I don't them, even like don't when like people like that. Attack, I'm like, attack
0: them from, because me they're protecting yes, me yeah, yeah I don't I like it I hate that I know I had that happen the other day where this girl got on and was like because somebody had done an opposing view about a post that I did and she got on someone I know pretty well she got on and like just went ham on this person, and I was like, oh, gosh. Because the person was just a – it was just an opposing you. I didn't have a problem with it. I was, like, going to leave it. That's fine. And then I had to delete the thread because – Yeah, it got so a, intense. Yeah, because, it's like, she just went so ham.
1: You know what I started doing recently, which is really interesting? So the voice feature came out on, on Facebook and um, – uh, Instagram, Instagram. Okay, which is so, amazing, by yeah. the
0: way. We'll, I'm going to talk about that in another well, post. this is
1: trippy because – for years, I would, like, read a, for years I've been reading comments and going, "Oh man, that's, like, what they actually said to me in person, do you think? Because then you go to their page and it's all, like, them with their grandkids and they look like really nice people. And you're yeah, like,
0: Hippie Love. Like, their their name is, like, Hippie Love. Oh, or empowering people.
1: women, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's, like, and then they came at you with, like, the grossest comment of all time and you're, like, okay, that's interesting. You know, I wonder, like, so anyway, so I started voicemailing people and just saying, hey, so this is Brooke. I, I just read your comment. I read it back to them. Read it back to them, and just say, "Hey, I just you know I feel like from one woman to another that was like a really hurtful thing." You would be amazed at the responses you get. Wow, because that's really all of a powerful. sudden mm-hmm. you are a human being, yeah,
0: not a computer. When you can come at it with no emotion, just, just yes, I have. Ex- Definitely, experience. I'm thinking maybe
1: I misunderstood what you were saying because this feels like a really hurtful. I see that your page is all about empowering women, and this feels like a really Mm -hmm. hurtful thing to do to another woman. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's really amazing the conversations that have happened because of that because it, it breaks for them like my God, like, I, yeah. you aren't a group of people managing this page. You're an actual human being. Like, I was talking to like that. I am, yeah. like, so sorry. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know what, like, you know, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry I got triggered and said that to you about your body or said that to you about whatever, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really. That's good. Yeah, I've experienced, It's it can be hard, though, <laughs> to do that, mm-hmm. but I have experienced that. I was, like, in a really good space one time. Someone, I had posted about love, like, years ago, and someone had said, like, basically that my opinion or my, my idea of love was, fault, was, was false or faulted or something. And I remember coming back at them and was like, it really could be, I don't, you know, like, this is just where I'm at right now. This is what I'm experiencing and what I'm feeling. I'm not writing from a place of this is how everyone should live or, you know, like this. Yeah. Is, and she sent me the most amazing message. Like that was such a good reply and like she apologized and she was like I totally get where you are and thank you for taking the time because I was like to just kind of reveal to me like where you were so that I could see that it was really my own stuff she was like it was my own stuff coming up and my own ideas of what it was supposed to look like so it was really cool It was like okay this is how I need to approach things it's just yeah and then there's periods
1: of of time where you just are more vulnerable and you need to be really careful and you need to really yeah. protect yourself. Like, turn off the comments if you need yes. to. Fucking block people. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you're in a vulnerable space, do not, like, do not expose yourself to that. Like, yeah. there's been periods of time where I don't read any comments at yeah. all. I don't open messages. I just don't. Because I know where I'm at. You know, like, really listen to yourself. Like, okay, I'm going to post because I feel like I'm, I, you know, I want to do that. I want to put mm-hmm. this out there. But I am also know where I'm at right now and it's not, a, I'm not... I need to protect myself a little bit better. Put some yeah. boundaries and up. And you can
0: and, tell. Like, there's kind of, like, that queasy, shaky feeling in your stomach. You know? Like, you you know when you need to not be able to, yeah. engage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do not engage. <laughs> and there's just some people who... You, there's nothing that you can say that's going to make them respond rationally. Like, right. you just have to... You'll learn over time. Well, especially... You see them and you know. That, yeah. that person cannot be talked to. It's, it's like there's nothing... There's no conversation to be had there. Yeah,
0: especially if you're coming at it from an emotional space, too. Like, even if you're trying to come at it from a you know but you feel it if you feel it deep in your bones like there is just no way to not get that across in a message when you're sending a message to someone like you have to wait if you're going to say something you have to wait until you're at a space where you know that you know that you know what you know (laughs) and you can say something from an authentic space and have no attachment to the response like a lot of times I won't
1: won't direct the comment to that person because I really don't want to I'm not going to explain myself to them after the way that they talk to me I'm not I'm not gonna do that but you you know if one person says it there's probably a few more who might be feeling that way so it's like for me I'll put a just a comment in the comments that's like on a side note or like let me just yeah. a backstory of this or you know yeah. what I mean like a little bit more story behind wh- where this is coming from for people who might have taken it that way like you know what I mean who might have perceived what I was saying in that way or whatever you know but that's good
0: <sighs> that's good hopefully we're not uh keeping you guys from sharing this online It's really not that bad. Okay. What would we, what would you say? Uh, I really want to touch on this cause I'm, we're also going to go into this in the, in the course about like kind of how to monetize your social media. But, um, what would you say about like your core following of people? Like, has it been pretty much the same from the beginning? Like have, ha- have it, I like, your 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 following has grown but has like your core people like always been or have they like you know like oh, yeah, talk I about your know. core people like what is I, it like how do you know who your core people are like i don't know how to I, I feel like, like you actually start to get
1: to know them yeah you know and like, then when i started the oil tribe a lot of them joined so then i get to really reconnect with them in a more intimate way mm-hmm. um but yeah there's people who have been there since like very very beginning which it's is so because my yeah. writing was such shit like I'm like, it's amazing, but that just goes to show you, it didn't matter what it sounded like, looked like. Yeah, it did, it was really more about what I was experiencing in that moment because we are also connected. That if you can get to the core of how you're feeling, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised when maybe people are feeling the same way. It's, yeah, yeah.
0: And then like when you got to like, so what I'm trying to get across to people basically is that the people say you only have 200 followers, but you you are writing from the heart every day, right? And you only have 200 followers, like. Those 200 followers are going to be what's most important to you when you have a million. Is that, like, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, those there's people. There's so many pages out there that have t-
1: millions of followers. I mean, 12 million, and they're. Like, doing nothing.
0: There's nothing. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no, no community, community there at yeah, all. Like, exactly. if
1: you look at the comments, it's like, no community happening at all, which is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's like. Really interesting. Like, how? Okay. We've really built a really unique thing. And a lot
0: somebody was saying this the other day on a podcast that I was listening to about how he's a writer and I can't remember his name. I wish I could, but he was saying how he tries to avoid going viral at all costs because what happens Mm -hmm. is like, he knows his core following will read everything they, you know, like he writes and things like that. And he said like a lot of the people who come and follow him after that are just people who are kind of just like following the you know like just jumping on the wagon like oh this is a viral thing let me like come on you know it's like those people that are maybe only 200 people or 300 people or whatever that are are following you right now and reading your things and engaging with you you're going to appreciate the most oh I was so happy when I had that
1: first little mini viral post and then like all these people came from everywhere and were saying Mm -hmm. I was like I didn't even know what to I was, like, lost. Yeah. Because I had this really great thing going. Like, I, up until that point, I hadn't had, like, a lot of negative feedback. I mean, yeah. occasionally somebody would be like, oh, I don't really agree with that. Or, yeah. you know, it was offensive to them. Cause, and I learned something. Usually, most yeah. of the time, it was, like, a really constructive criticism. Yeah. Like, I wasn't aware. I didn't yeah. know about cultural appropriation. I didn't know about some things. I was like, oh, that's actually really helpful. Thanks for, like, filling me in. You know, mm-hmm. right? Because there were people who really loved me and, like, had been around. And they were just like, hey, I just want to, like... Share this with you from, you know, how I, yeah. So up until that point, I had a really amazing, you know, thing. And it was really hard to let, like. I couldn't decide, like, do I just not want to go back to it at all? Like, yeah. maybe I'll just keep my personal page and then, like, only accept certain... I was really... It took me a while. Mm-hmm. And what I did during the six months is I just redirected I mm-hmm. made it... I took all the pictures of the kids down, all of our old family posts, like, the Barefoot Five page. I just went through. It took me a long time because mm-hmm. I've been going for yeah. a while. <laughs> and that was hard to do because that's what the page was built off of. Mm-hmm. So it was like I had to completely redirect and go, okay, well, I guess... This is what's gonna happen now. Yeah. I'm and we had a family thing about it because mm-hmm. it was like my kids were no longer like nobody felt safe anymore Put it, it was just, yeah. it just and they they were sharing about our and yeah, that. about our life. It wasn't my story to tell anymore. They were all older. They yeah. can tell their own story now. And yeah. they when they feel ready to do that, you know? So that was hard. It was like, oh, okay. Like I've got to let this go and recreate something totally new. And it was really an insecurity of it was me not feeling secure enough in my own story about mm-hmm. me like who's gonna want to hear about just me like I had written, wrote about being a mom and the kids and like yeah. that but like who wants to hear about just how I'm feeling today yeah that was you a know? huge shift you made yeah, because like, I
0: mean when you really first started writing you were still coming from what it looks like to be a mom yeah. conversations the kids were
1: having or like yeah. conversations I was having with them or you know what I mean like yeah. It was weird. It was a really weird shift for
0: me. <laughs> yeah. it was really weird. I feel like a lot of people, though, that are writing or doing something on social media, they're waiting for that. They're waiting to go viral or they're waiting for, you know, 100,000 followers or they're waiting for something. And it's, like, it's good to hear from people who have experienced that. Like, I've been hearing that a lot of, like, those people are what's most important. Like, really, like, getting that those people that are li- reading your stuff right now, like, focus on them. You know, mm-hmm. like, talk to them. Communicate with them. Use the little voice messages on Facebook and Instagram and, like, get to know them because you're going to appreciate them so much if, you know, like, when you do go viral, you know, and, and you're in those spaces that you have those people that are like, you're cool, you know? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm riding this ride the with guy you. Guy. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. it's <laughs> really nice to have those, like, like, tr- that tribe of people. You're building a true community and you're not... Like there, that's true. Like there are so there, like are people out there that have millions and millions of followers, but literally nothing happens. There are people out there that have millions of followers, and they literally can't. They don't. They can't make any money because they've made zero connections because they've either paid for followers or they just had a post right away that went viral. And you know, like they haven't. Everything happened just, so fast yeah. that they weren't able to figure out what they wanted to stand for, who they wanted to serve. And then yeah. you're serving people that, like, you got, you got, like, really niched down, I feel like, and realized, like, and you wanted to serve community. Like, that was your, and, and that's your really, vibe, yeah. and that's everything. So, the, even though you have a ton of followers, majority of who is coming to you are people who are craving community. And what's
1: wild is, like, over the years, people have actually built real friendships within that. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Like, I've they gotten connect. tons of friendships. Yeah. From, yeah. 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 It's so cool. The people that show up when you really, like you know, forget the brand, forget the thing. Just show up and and share what feels really like yeah real for you. Mm-hmm. And that, like figuring how that part is that's your own, you know, nobody can tell you what that is. You have to decide what that is. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, the people that come along are really your people. Like yeah. it's really cool. I was really realizing
0: cool. that going through other people's, like, who I like to follow right now are people that really don't have a ton of followers. Like, it's just people, like, kind of just writing about their, like, day, and I'm like, oh, I like this, this (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really don't follow a ton of people. Like, I follow you, and I follow, like, Angie Lee, like, a a few people that inspire me in that way of, like, boss babes, you know? And then, but, like, the random you know, but, mo- you know, like just like random people that have, it's like, oh, well, there's nothing really fun and exciting. You can tell that somebody has come and take over. Not something super powerful about what you've done is you've maintained the, like the whole, you're like, you're still holding the phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times people will go viral overnight and then literally everything's just it's distributed so away. No, because and they, they have like, like, no control. It's like, like, this
1: is how you can monotonize on this yes. following. And then they do it and it just... It's, it's so It feels yeah. so icky. And over time, the interaction rate falls apart. Like, yes, they probably made some really good money for like six months. Yeah. And then it just... But ew. no connections. It's and just like, so And like really gross.
0: going slow is the best. I mean, and it might feel like you don't have the time. Like maybe you're working another job or something and doing this as a side thing. Like that's okay. I feel like going slow and really figuring out who do you want to serve, who do you want to come to your space is super important because... Like I mean, before you went viral, you were writing for years. And actually, the viral
1: post that I'm talking about was like
0: pretty. I mean, I, I thought at the time it felt it viral. viral, right? It yeah. felt viral now to me now. I'm but like, yeah, still, it wasn't really. You but were yeah. writing for a long time, yeah. and like you had a good foundation of what it is that you were standing for, and things like that. You know, like I just can't imagine it's like going viral overnight. You're just starting, no. and then everything's just so many people now like everything is just distributed out like don't, they don't even literally have nothing to do with their own instagram or facebook's or anything like that and there's no oh, I
1: have, feeling I have, i've followed there. oh my gosh i can't i mean i was following i'm not gonna name any names because that would be but like some of the really like some really popular Amazing people. writers on, and stuff yeah, yeah before they were like back when they no one was following them yeah. and i really loved their work and now it just feels like it feels sterile, as what it you Because you can tell
0: someone else yeah. is doing someone it, else someone is else is doing it, and yes, hands. it looks yeah. super
1: professional. And when you go there, you're like, whoa, the grid is perfect, and, then, and like, <laughs> oh my god, their logo is amazing, and oh, and it, but it's empty of feeling. Yeah, it's lost. It's like you know. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like it's that. Like ha- me, I don't have professional photography, and even though at some point I'm probably going to need some help, but yeah, the, but like <laughs> I, there's something about that that's I don't know. Like yeah. the beautiful photos are great, but you lose something in it. Like I don't know. Like
0: I. Yeah, it's... Your photos are really beautiful, though. I mean, even the ones that you guys take on your own. It's like... But they're just... All, yeah. yeah just
1: it feels like a photo you'd have printed and put in your, yeah, like, photo album. Yeah, 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 Which is what I like. I like those type of, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, the whole preset thing and the grid thing. It's like, it can you be don't really need that. You don't need... I mean, I feel like people wait. They're like, oh, I don't have a website. I don't have a brand. I don't have... I'm like, you don't need any of that. The only thing you need is, like, vulnerability and yeah. the ability... Like, the willingness to keep showing up. And the willingness to make connections with people. I feel like that's... Oh, it that's, be really intimidating. Yeah. Like, if
1: you were starting a blog right now and you go to some of these pages, I, I feel be, like it can be, like, shut super, you down immediately. Yeah. I it's felt like, like
0: that so many times. Like, oh, God, is a possible? Photos impossible. are like, like
1: Where are they even getting that, like, <laughs> color that they lay over right the photo? Now. And, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: how are they... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, And people will try to convince you to spend hundreds, thousands of dollars on all of this stuff that you don't need you really don't like as long as like people are just craving connection they're just craving community they're just like wanting someone to hear them I feel like that like that's yeah yeah, that's it it's like just figuring out who is it that you want to serve who is it that you want to feel heard because you can have all the professional things and still maintain
1: authenticity absolutely that is like can happen I have seen
0: that and it's yeah yeah for sure but I think it just you know yeah Okay, you said you had to be out of here, so let's finish this up. Okay, so I'm going to ask you three. I kind of want to add one in because I know you're a huge book reader, so let's just add that one in. What is one book right now that you love that you that you would suggest to someone? Oh, gosh. Maybe, Maybe just like uh, like most recent because I know she literally has a library book that she's read. Uh,
1: one of the most, like, okay, so I'm going to say *Mist of Avalon, even though I didn't read that recently. She's super into fantasy. It was super one of my fantasy. favorite, <laughs> like, because I think really good fiction has so much truth in it. Like, there's just so much good wisdom in there. Um, and that for me was a really, I don't, I don't know why I like really tapped into that. It didn't feel like fiction to me. That's what it was. It was like, this does not feel like the fiction's <laughs> This feels like real life. And I just really, it was really good as a woman. It just really helped me tap into that feminine magic. And I loved that book. Um, Mists of Avalon, you oh, said, yeah, we will try so. to
0: link it in the show notes. We will try to link everything. That it's really delicious. In the show notes. Um, <laughs> and then, um, I just read, well, this is kind of like.
1: This is a good one because I feel like this is the first time my partner has ever... What's his first fiction book? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I read Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom and they were so yummy. And I I felt like the main character was so much like my partner. I'm like, you would love this. So then he started listening to the audio without telling me. And then it was like, this is the first book we've had it's funny, for years I had wanted that to be, like, I wanted him to know the characters. Like, I had, uh, remember that breakdown I had about the fact that he didn't know where the quotes that my uh, tattoos came from. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just not my soulmate. Like, you know what I mean? Because you don't know, like, these books that I... And so I, like, let it go. Let that mm-hmm. go. Like, it's not important. When it really comes down to it, is that really important? No. Yeah. Like, there's so many other things that nurture me over here that aren't, you know... And it's funny how when you let that go like oh, really let it go yeah. and now like all of a sudden he's into reading fiction yeah. I'm like that's so
0: funny and so i love well, that and even like uh the way that he eats now and things like that i mean like it's so, like on yeah. him completely yeah, like he's totally on his own it's yeah. so
1: weird i'm, I'm like totally how does that happen on. you
0: can, oh mm. it's so crazy i'm um, working on that with with uh, with Corey of just being like it's okay it's cool i'm you're perfect in your chocolate chip cookies. Eat as many as you your want. Co- yeah. cookie, Enjoy your chocolate chip cookies. Enjoy those chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to love you. I'm probably yeah. going to, like, lick it's just a little amazing what we allow, your Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing what we allow to get in the way I know. of, like, little happiness and just joy. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm just going to be so mad at you right now because you just ate. Well, it's like we were just talking about the
1: comments. Like, you see the one comment in the in the 500 comments that were good. It's yeah. the same thing. Why yeah. do we do that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just showing focus where on the working. good. Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's okay. that's why I'm
1: making lists and like getting clear. Oh, there's this book called Mind Hacking. That's a self help oh, okay. type yeah. book. But oh man, for me right now at this point in my life, because you know, like when you're wigging out about something in three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> it's like all the things are wrong. Yeah, but it really helps when you get someone who has. Like that. Like that book helped me break it down. Is it really all the things? Or is it like three things? You know what I mean? It's three things that I just need to break down and figure out what is the truth really here. Like I've made up this worry or this, you know, story about it and I'm spinning out about it. But like what is the actual... Like create a counter for that. You know what I mean? Like, And it really comes down to very few things usually that we just keep
0: the same shit. Even though I feel this way, I know this. And it (laughs) helps to do
1: that with all in all areas like with your partner okay is well, are all the things really wrong yeah or is it like a few things that i really could let go like yeah. you know and give them space to be themselves i don't know you know i mean that's
0: yeah yeah in the moment it might not feel like no it like feels huge can, and it's fine like it's okay to feel that yes. just know that that is literally like just a single drop probably of everything. not like
1: oh as big as it okay, feels okay it's called yeah. mind hacking mind hacking it's so good yeah do you know who the
0: author is no but it's okay author. Well, i'll find it um <laughs> it's really all right good. that'll be in the show notes too and then okay a stop drop and jam song right now that you would just be like a good song for mamas to just turn on and dance with their kids oh in gosh. the kitchen
1: <laughs> it's not a dance in the kitchen song know, let me look it up this is i'm really digging
0: this <laughs> is it the ed sheeran song the one where he's like yeah i just put i actually uh, just went i was listening no to not but
1: not that one it's um Oh, well, I was really digging Purple Rain yesterday. I was like, listen to it on repeat. Lose no, uh, I don't care with Ed Sheridan It's like so not usually not do type, I don't type care. of music, okay. but it's so good. When uh, it was like talking about like why are we even in this room right now? Like everybody's you know tapped out on social like anxiety, but oh, like everybody's saying good. this is where we should be anyway. It's like just a really, I really love it.
0: Okay, we are going to add that to you, the From Anxious to Able playlist on Spotify. <laughs> Um, Okay, and then last question – oh, no, two more questions, sorry. If there is – okay, one daily thing, like one daily strategy for sanity that's simple that someone can incorporate into their life just to find a little bit more (laughs) sanity Okay, or balance.
1: I, aside from, like, my vitamin regimen and really making sure that I'm taking care of my body because that's, for me, like – it's just my body really just doesn't react well when I'm not getting in like my good fats and my beef, all those things right like that's important for me um it's like something that I can't compromise on like I have to make time to non-negotiable non-negotiable <laughs> these are things that I need to but I would for me right now this um these 10 minute meditations that I've been doing like and I know I for years I fought it I made memes about it like how i don't do yoga and meditation like i mean i really like just took on that card of like this is stupid you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like everyone's talking about meditation like what is anyway but it actually really that Mm -hmm. 10 minutes that's all it takes 10 minutes i put my headphones in as like when i first wake up in the morning i've started like putting them in my i have it downloaded so i don't have to turn my phone on like i just have them downloaded to my phone what's
0: the app you use uh
1: insight timer
0: insight timer yeah okay. and what, i have this one Unplug, right too do you um, use that no, one? no
1: i use yeah i use insight timer and then it lets you download them so you don't have to actually be your phone doesn't have to be on because once i turn my phone on for the day it's like okay you know um so i have my downloads are the ones i listen to the most
0: insight timer yeah
1: and i can even like screenshot these some of them are really good um like this one's 10 minutes Morning meditation with music. And it's like just getting you clear on like what setting intentions for this day, it just really changes the course of my day. If I can do that, if I take the time to do that, it's really
0: good. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. All right. Last question. If there, let's see, let's go back to like when, (laughs) when you, before you had that breaking moment or maybe in the midst of the breaking moment when you realize like, okay, I need to start figuring out like who I want to be besides just being a mom okay so if there's someone out there right now who is in the thick of like infant throw up and like spaghetti on the walls and like that is their life right now and they literally can't see beyond it they don't know what they don't even know where to go to look for what they're passionate about like what if you could just like swoop down and like whisper something into their ear what would you tell them what makes you feel alive
1: Really pay attention. Because at that, at that point where I was at, I didn't know what that was anymore. Like, I couldn't even tell you if you asked me. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually start paying attention. I'm not talking about, like, okay, coffee made me feel alive in this moment. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those, like, long ling- lingering leaves that, like, soul food taste in your mouth where, you know, for a day you're feeling alive. Like, you know, you just, something down in you kind of lights up and you feel just, ah. Uh, i call it like magic i'm always talking mm-hmm. like and i just yeah. like does that word because it just feels like tingles all you're <laughs> like but what are those things and you have to really start paying attention to them like mm-hmm. what was it that made like okay like for me it was like okay i have really something about it when i write like it makes me want to cry and think about it, but like <laughs> when i write a note to my man or i write a note to my kid like write words like yeah. words so it was like okay i see that about myself i love words i love mm-hmm. reading i had stopped reading like i actually wasn't think About, it. like, how is that possible? <laughs> I loved reading so much. Like, how had I stopped because it just yeah. wasn't time? I didn't. There is time, there's always time. It's about deciding what ha- you know, what is just crucial. Like, this mm-hmm. needs to happen. It's just like me, you know, you
0: figure out how to pay your rent, you figure out yeah. how to keep your car fixed, you figure out all these things. Like, I- I've been really getting that too because I struggle with self care right now and like really finding the time to just take a bath or and, like, just those things, that yeah. I, like, dancing, like, I love to dance, and I don't know why I just decided that I can't dance anymore because I'm a mom, and, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, whatever, just, like, really creating them to a point of non-negotiable where, like, it's just as as important as you paying your rent, keeping your kids healthy, like, keeping your car running, you know, like, it's just as important yeah. as that, is, like, finding the things that, and making the time to do it, even if it's only five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. Like, no, it's so, yeah, fantasy novels, freaking youth young yeah. adult like <laughs> they make me feel like I'm
1: like it takes me somewhere because you know what it does it transports me like I my imagination is so like you know big that I can go there like I am yeah, literally totally. there and I am so there and it just takes me like it's my medicine it's yeah. where I go to like just completely be in like fantasy land for 20 30 minutes and i feel like a completely different person when i come back out of that like all of a sudden i'm back in my flowing dresses and i'm wandering around pretending yeah. i'm a peasant or what in my head you're like, I'm like, I'm like back to that like teenager version of me that was like living in that fantasy land it's important for me
0: it's crazy yeah i'm the same way. and as an
1: adult you have a lot of people tell you along the way like you know the it's it's a real thing like especially as a mom or like you know like it's, it's all of a sudden becomes not okay to to be a kid anymore like yeah i need that i need that like playful fun imaginative thing mm-hmm. in order to function in real life reality which actually doesn't work well for me like i don't actually thrive in every day like keeping a schedule and doing all that like it's not it's really hard for me like it's not easy for me like it is for some people so that helps balance it out for me like if i go there for 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. to wherever middle earth yeah. or whatever and i come back and i'm like a better person you know yeah. i'm able to ki- cope in this i'm doing dishes and like picturing myself like you know like I'm running like it's like what do
0: you want your children when they look back at their childhood what do you want them to see you know like what do they what do you want them to remember about you like you don't want them to remember that you were constantly trying to like get the dishes done and the laundry done and like they you want them to remember like how much you laughed and like how much you know what I mean like how much you enjoyed life and like Gonna help them enjoy life because they pick up on everything. So I feel like it's literally crucial because we, we I think, we kind of backpedal ourselves when we get into these spaces of like, this is what I have to do to make it be a good mom. It's like your kid don't, doesn't care if the laundry is done, like, they don't care if the dishes well, are done. Well, also, like, with girls, like, I look okay, well, how when their mom
1: someday, if they choose to be a mom, like, or in their adult life, whatever, working. Yeah, what will that switch be that turns on? Right. like, I want yeah. them to take care of themselves. Yeah. I want them to make it a priority to, like, do the things that make them feel alive. So mm-hmm. if I don't set that example for them, they're not going to do it either. Yeah. Because they're going to, you know, it's like
0: they're going to take on that same role of, of martyr and just be like, you yeah. know, just, like. What switch yeah. will turn on when they become a mom of who they need to be? Yeah. yeah. It's like, Yeah. Okay. Take care of yourself. All right, thank you so much. Okay, so if you want to join, I'm sure you're already there, but if you want to join the Barefoot Five community, you can go to barefoot5.com or Barefoot5 on Instagram or Facebook. And then of course you can always hop into the oil community through barefoot5.com too, right? Yeah, or or you're yeah. Yeah, either way. If you join with either of us, you're gonna be part of our community and Mm -hmm. be welcome anywhere and everywhere. And thank you for listening. And thank you. That for was really me. fun. That was fun. I learned can pick the topics and do that again. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's cool. See All you right. guys. My first memory of clay is from childhood. I walk down to the river with my brother who showed me how to wash the sand away from the sticky lump of red earth I found on the bank and pinch it between my fingers to make a bowl. We brought our treasure home and fired my first tiny cherished bowl in the brick oven he had built in his garden. Years later, dabbling in every type of craft and fine art I could get my hands into, out of the sheer joy of making, I rediscovered a love for ceramics after joining a small-town potter's guild in Alberta, Canada. From there, through three cross-continent moves with my true love and eventually three children, trying my best to fan the creative sparks that never seem to leave me alone, I have found times and spaces to create. I have always loved a good adventure, and inspired by the creativity and skillful craft I have encountered in the many places I've lived, from West Africa, where I spent much of my childhood, to around the U.S., to Central Europe, to Canada, and back. Now, living in Waco, Texas, I work from home in a local community studio. I'm grateful to have found ways to follow my ceramic passions while homeschooling my three, soon-to-be-four littles and chasing other creative butterflies. My style is ever-evolving, but is constantly energized by the tangible and yet unpredictable process of pottery and the imagery and raw, real emotions that working with clay evokes, as well as a strong connection to nature and a desire to live simply and wholeheartedly. I hope to create pieces that will lend a little inspiration to the everyday experiences of life for everyone who welcomes my work into their space. You can support Alicia and other creative mamas on the website www.fromanxioustoable.com Thank you guys. See you next time.